0: You'll hear strategies and actionable, yet sometimes against the grain, advice for how you can be the CEO of your career and stop dreading Mondays. Ready to level up your career? Let's get after it.
1: Hey, I'm Erin Lindstrom. I am one of the coaches inside of Career Strategy Lab, and I am so excited to host today's episode, which is going to be an interview with Malavika Oak. A little bit about Malavika before we get started. So Malavika is a product designer with 10 years of experience producing deliverables for B2B and consumer audiences. Most recently as a UX and UI designer for four years, and previously a visual designer for six years. In her design process, she likes to get to the root of the problem, joining and mapping the dots, and talk to users in order to come up with human-centered design solutions. Having led and managed design projects within startups, large companies, and agencies, Malavika brings design experience in areas of user research, interaction, and visual design with strong communication skills for cross-team collaboration with PMs, customer support, data analysis, marketing, and agencies. Malavika naturally transitions between the problem-solving investigator and creative designer while presenting new out-of-the-box concepts researching what trends are being followed, understanding what the competition is putting forward, and keeping her designs new and forward thinking. All right, let's get into the episode. Malavika, thank you so much for being here today. I'm so excited to chat. Thanks for having me. It's my pleasure. Absolutely. Okay. So to kick us off, would you mind telling us? I know this is a kind of big question, but I always like to ask like who are you? How did you get here? (laughs) So can you share a little bit about your story, both to UX, to CSL, like, tell us a little bit more about you. Sure.
2: So I am a design graduate back from 2009 uh, in India. And I worked for eight, eight to nine years while I was in India and then moved to the US in 2017. And that's when I started to job hunt and landed my first job. It was a startup company. And I was the first design hire. So I started to work there to revamp their marketing website. But eventually, as I got to know the product more, the audience more, that's when I started to dive in in the product part a little more. So that was like a transition between marketing design to UX slash UI design. But I was also responsible for the marketing part. So it was an overlap for a little bit until I transitioned completely into product design so and then the company was small and i thought i wanted to learn more i wanted to get into a bigger design team since i was the only only designer here there was a lot to handle in terms of talking to the management within the company get budgets or negotiate timelines there was a lot of lot things happening other than design in that role So I wanted something that was very dedicated to the craft, something where I could learn from the seniors in the team, or there was a manager who knew what design is for, or how uh, design impacts business. So I was looking for that kind of a role, and that search went on for two long years. And then I realized that the industry has changed. There is terms like UX design, product design graphic design, visual design. So there were a lot of details that were going on within the five years of my coming to the U.S. And I'm assuming this transition was happening all over the world and because generally I'm in the Bay Area and things do move quickly or change faster here than the rest of the world. That's what I suppose that might not be true also. So There was a lot going on in the industry in general and just to zoom out. But zooming in, what I was looking for was to just learn more and get better at my craft. And the work I had was enough. At least I believe that. But I was not being able to present it in the best way possible. So that's where I started to look for a mentor to create my portfolio and then also talk about it. And then I found CSL via just a simple Google search where I found Sarah's articles, videos, YouTube channel, where I got to know a lot more about what she offers. And the fact that she works on or the program works on building confidence or talking about your materials in a very confident way, that's what drew my attention versus all the other search result companies.
1: Awesome. Thank you so much for sharing. Had you ever done like a program like this? You know what I, I mean? I like, haven't. No? Okay. <coughs> Are you someone who no. usually jumps into things or is this like, was this like a, I, I'm wondering like, was your partner surprised that this is something you wanted to do? Or is this like, that's Malavika, always trying to. You know what I mean? How did it fit in?
2: Yeah. So back in 2018, 19, I went through a short course and it was a UX for smart things within a larger ux program but i signed up only for this short course because to get a feel of how the entire program works and after getting that course i thought this is not what i'm looking for i'm not looking to get another project in my portfolio this is not well it was not a great fit also so i that's when i realized that i don't need to go through another course I need someone who can tell me, hey, this is the thing that you're doing wrong. And please shift your perspective so that you can get ahead. So yes, there was convincing for my partner that he comes from a software background. So it's hard for them to understand my challenges in the design industry in general. Mm. So yes, there was convincing, but but yeah, I was 100% sure that this is what I'm looking for. So we went ahead.
1: Interesting. Okay. I love what you said about like shifting your perspective and like wanting mm-hmm. someone to do that. I think that sometimes it, it sometimes we think we want that. And then we get into the situation. And it's like, actually, no, it's very comfortable to be doing things just as I'm doing. And like having that openness to be, you know, to have things reflected to you, It mm-hmm. that takes courage in my book, really, like to get feedback and then to implement it and all that jazz. Can you speak a little bit about that? And like what perspectives shifted for you as you moved through the program?
2: Sure. So as I said, I was the only designer working in this startup company for five years. And I missed that pure input or I missed some, some designer talking about design to me. It was just a lot of software engineers or marketing heads talking to me about different stuff or critiquing my design even which i i did not always think it was the right perspective but it is what it is so sorry i lost track of your question
1: that's okay when it comes to like shifting your perspective what how did your perspective shift
2: right so when i got into csl i got that missing piece or that missing missing piece of the puzzle that i wanted like i wanted to talk to designers i mm. wanted to design i wanted designers to critique my work And that's what started to happen. I also learned that there are a lot of people in the same boat like me, and I'm not the only one, like feeling left out as if I'm falling back in my craft or as a career in general. I, I always thought I was falling behind, but when I joined CSL, I realized that is not the case. There are a lot more people struggling to find their zone within the design industry and that kind of helped build confidence it might sound weird but it's just as humans we just want people like us with us to navigate through whatever circumstances we are in
1: yeah absolutely.
2: so that perspective change definitely happened positively looking i also like the mind mindset calls that that you hold held weekly Even though I did not attend even, let's say, five of them, I always watched the recordings later. So that helped too. And the circle community where everyone was open to sharing their thoughts, that was also very helpful throughout the six months.
1: Yeah, that's awesome. Thank you so much for sharing. When you, so the mindset calls are like are an interesting piece of the puzzle. And I think mindset through all of this, it's interesting to go through because obviously you're very talented and having like critiqued some of your work and seen it all and like really been in the depths. Like it's amazing the work that you've done like in the world. Yeah, absolutely. And I know that like, as you mentioned, like we're all humans and like, it's hard in a weird way. Cause sometimes we have like the very simple steps of like updating your career materials, but just because it's simple, doesn't make it easy. Um, mm-hmm. and I'm wondering, can you talk a little bit about like, were there mindset shifts or like hurdles you kind of had to like get over and, and how has that changed now? Like going forward?
2: Yeah. So first when I started to write about myself in the, the compass statement articles, so I myself wrote several versions of it before I shared them for pretty. Mm-hmm. that's when the feedback came in, that's when I realized that. The visual design experience that I have, I kind of was not ready to present it very openly in my LinkedIn profiles or my work or my interview introductions, for example. So the feedback that came from the coaches helped me to own that experience and look at it as not a downside to get a UX role or a product role, but an addition or just look at it as a good to have thing and not something that I should be hiding about. Mm -hmm. So that definitely did change. And I ended up owning all of the experience I had. I put up my past visual design projects on my LinkedIn profile where you can add images to your experience. Mm -hmm. So all that happened. And I would say definitely reflected on hiring managers or recruiters looking at my
1: profile in a very different way. earlier. Very cool. And then how does that, so now you're moving forward, you know, in your career, you got a new role. Number one, how's it going? (laughs) How's life in the new job? Couldn't be better. Really? That's Couldn't
2: be better. Yeah. I was, so one of the questions that CSL gave us was like, what is your dream role or what is your dream company? And then work towards it as you apply uh, to the different jobs that come up in these companies. So for me, Any role that gave me a team, gave me an experienced design manager, gave me a company who believed that design could impact their business was a dream role. So all that came together in this job, which I found and got hired for, I would have
1: never asked for better. Oh, that's amazing. So good to hear. Would you mind sharing a little bit about kind of how it went down? Was this a, I had one interview and ta-da, I'm here now, or was this a longer a longer interaction. Mm-hmm. Like, will you tell us a little bit about the process and how it kind of played out?
2: Yeah. so when i, I when I joined CSL, I was still working in the startup that I mentioned before, mm-hmm. and this startup had already done two rounds of layoffs, and I thought that, okay, this is going to come to me at some time. I should start preparing. I was already looking for my next role, but this market scenario didn't help me either. Right. so, but then i thought that okay this can i can see this as an investment doesn't matter whether it works out doesn't work out i can still improve my materials and just try another thing if it doesn't work out it's fine i will just look at it as an investment so that's the mindset that i came in with and then the first two things i think that i did was the compass statement update and the linkedin linkedin update to my profile based on the framework provided and that itself started to give my profiles more views, getting me recruiter calls, even though they were not the dream companies or the dream roles that I was looking for, but any views or any calls were good.
0: Yeah, uh, well, it yeah. Yeah.
2: yeah. So it just tries to keep your pace and then it just helps to keep moving you forward. Mm-hmm. So that started to happen. In the course of five months or so, I interviewed with 10 different companies and then multiple rounds for those companies. Sometimes I went in second or third rounds, but for some, I just did recruiter screenings and then they thought it wouldn't work out. So it was a lot of ups and downs, talking about myself, the same things over and over again. It was really tiring. Like it feels really crazy that you get up every day and talk the same thing about yourself and it does not work out most of the time. It is really hard to keep that positivity and keep up the mental levels to yeah. form in every interview. Mm-hmm. So as this was happening, I was also realizing that I was getting better at my introductions. Sometimes I recorded myself and shared those recordings with the coaches and then they gave me feedback. So all this was happening in the background, not just the interviews. We also had demo days and stuff like that to better prepare for the interview presentation. So that helped too. So this was really a roller coaster ride. Sometimes you thought, hey, these three interviews have gone so well. Right. It is sure that I'm going to get an offer kind of a mindset. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. But then you get that quote email that, hey, we chose another candidate and sorry, we are not moving forward with you. So. And by then, like when you do three or four interviews with a company, you've kind of build, built a relationship or you are meeting the same team members again and again. And you start to make up stories in your mind about this job and this company that you're going to get into. But next morning you get a rejection email and it is very cold. That's yeah. the hardest part, I think.
1: That is uh, so hard. Our human hearts do not like that part process yeah. for sure. So when you went on yeah. the interview for the job that you have now was it a multi interview mm-hmm.
2: process It was it was about 6 rounds of interviews and wow. then a last one with an SVP of product I think yeah Wow So 6 rounds yes, it lot. was
1: you got to really like go it It is the a
2: lawyer. lot it was very very slow like when it was a panel session if someone did not show up from the team then they had to set up another call with them depending on their schedule and when that happens, it just adds to an to a round of the in of the entire process, which which is very like, hey, what's gonna happen? What's
1: gonna happen? Yeah. <laughs>
2: kind yeah. of a mindset.
1: You're on the edge of your seat, like constantly waiting for like yeah. back. I think you make a really yeah. good point. That's like a good reminder that like the process itself can be very slow, like to go through and talk to all of the people and like move through. And the 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 urge to do things really quickly, I think it can be helpful when you're moving through your career materials to kind of like have that momentum and then you almost have to shift like it's out of my control now like you show up and do your best and you kind of have to like for the feedback right interesting you get
2: into that zone where okay fine I'm going to perform my thing and then get out of the stage and let let the audience decide (laughs) right right exactly
1: yeah so as someone who's gone through something like this and you showed up and like worked on your career materials and really like committed to the process obviously to the interview process as well but like on both sides Mm -hmm. do you have any tips for anyone who's you know considering kind of starting on a journey like this and especially I've actually spoken to a couple people recently who as a parent they're like time wise like it feels very hard so if you have any Mm -hmm. kind of like tips or perspective to share around navigating multiple responsibilities would love to hear them
2: yep so for me, I, I feel that I was lucky to have, I mean, after the layoff, I was lucky to have a severance, which covered the four months of my non-working. So I could continue my daughter's daycare routine. That was a really, really big help. So that helped me to just follow the routine as we as we used to before. And then the, the work period, I just used it to work on my material or prep for interviews so that was definitely a big part of this but again like the mindset mindset shifts that you need to make because during the 10 to 4 or 9 to 9 to 4 timing of the day you're just focused on how to solve this situation and how to get through the interviews and find the correct company for you and then after 4 p.m you're with your kid you have to like be song and dance and happy for them so yeah that for me was the toughest part I would say like to show Ooh. up after 4 p.m like a normal person but mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, really you are not feeling the happiness within you when you are with them because of the things that are going on in your mm-hmm. career life yeah. that was the biggest challenge but sure well to look at it from the other side I got I got that happiness from my kid because they were there I could shift my mindset and be a happy person even though sometimes fake that also helped I would say
1: yeah that's it's so interesting yeah because you have to like show up which sometimes is actually helpful when you need to pull yourself out of the like I'm just focused on this all the time to have something else is like really a gift Yeah, thank you so much for sharing when it comes to ux i'm kind of gonna like wrap us up here and i so appreciate you sharing like about your journey i'm wondering can you tell us like why do you like this like why is ux Mm -hmm. the thing for you
2: well i would say i cannot do anything else that's one reason and (laughs) the other reason is because i just like to be like go in depth about why people think how they think Mm -hmm. and also help businesses to make profits or have some impact on their user base on how they can improve it, how people can interact more with them, how the business can make profits. So there are both sides. You get to dive into people's minds and also you get to help businesses make profits for themselves.
1: So I love both sides of it. I love that the dynamic that you got to get to do a bit of both have a foot in both worlds and really intentional design intentionally design products and spaces and softwares and all the things awesome yeah and I also
2: like all the new tools that come in the market I try them all get free trials try my hand at everything I might not master all of them yeah but I I do give them a try and I love that process too.
1: Beautiful. Do you feel like that is the same thing you do like in your life? The way like, I feel like CSL kind of brings, right? Like designing your life and your career and that sort of thing. Do you feel like you're using the same things in that part of your uh, life? Now that I have a job, I can start to think about that. Yeah. Uh,
2: yeah, definitely. Because it, it just changes your perspective on how you should be thinking about things. Like what have you done so far? What do you like about the things in your life? That you've done, and what would you like to keep from it? And then find the next opportunity or the next milestone that you want to get to. Love it. So, yeah. Good stuff. And as Sarah, sorry. No, go ahead, please. And as Sarah always says, that you can apply the same template, the same framework in your job when you're doing presentations or you want to get buy in from the management or any other teams that you're working with. So, yeah, I'm definitely going
1: to try to do that too. Awesome. Well, definitely let us know how it goes. We're rooting for you always. Yep. Yay. Okay. Thank well, you. Melavia, this was so generous of you to share your time and your perspective on your journey and the reflections here have been so valuable. So thank you so much for being here. We appreciate you and we look forward to seeing what happens next on your journey. Yay. Thank you
2: so much for having my back, all the guidance,
1: Izzy, all the feedback and from all the coaches obviously
2: yep it was it, it is something that i will carry for the rest of my life i
0: love that In honor thank you so much Malvika. thanks for listening to the career strategy podcast make sure to follow me sarah duty on twitter instagram youtube or linkedin if anything in today's episode resonated with you i'd love to hear about it tag me on social media or send me a dm and lastly If you found this episode helpful, I'd really appreciate it if you could share it with a friend or give us a quick rating on Spotify or review on Apple podcasts. Catch you later.